the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning, my dear friends, to all our dear audience on KNUS 710 AM or via podcast. I welcome all of you. This morning, we shall interact first by waking up, praising God. If you're sad, allow God to put a joy, a smile on your face. If you're married, give a good and warm greeting to your wife or to your husband. Give a good warm morning hug or welcome to your children and to all those who live with you. And do me a favor. It's okay to turn on your radio at 9.30 a.m. on Sunday morning and contact friend so they can join in as well. Next, of course, let us warm up the day by being nice to each other and by being nice to the Lord. This is Father Andre, and good Holy Sunday morning with God. Praise be the most holy name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord, God of mercy and fidelity, you made a new and lasting pact with man and sealed it in the blood of your Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We ask you to forgive the folly of our disloyalty and make us keep your commandments, so that in our new covenant we may be witnesses and heralds of your faithfulness and love on earth and sharers of your glory in heaven. Good Sunday morning, my dearly beloved brothers and sisters. I want to welcome you again and again on this uh, wonderful show where we will spend a wonderful Sunday morning with our Lord, with our God in heaven. Remember, as uh, we always pray, our years wither away like a grass, but you, Lord God, are eternal. Yes, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice in it and be glad. Let us rejoice in it and celebrate. This is a day that is above all other days. You know what? Because this is a perpetual day in which God has redeemed all of us. He has crossed Satan, our enemy. He has given us hope. He has broken the gates of the shadow of the netherworld, the death. The gates of Sheol have been broken. And of course, this is a day in which we remember that with God, there is no time. A thousand years, a single day, it is all one. As St. Peter tells us in his second letter, chapter 3, verse 8, there is no time with God. A thousand years, a single day, it is all one. Yes, Sunday actually incorporates uh, the full radiance of God because in it, we live in the radiance of God. In it, we consume God. We eat his body and drink his blood. This is what we commemorate. This is the Lord's day. This is the day the Lord has made for us. With this, we're going to pray today with uh, Psalm 90 together and i want you to uh, address this prayer now take a moment my friends tell us what will your intentions be on this wonderful day i am sure all of us have uh, joyful occasions to celebrate many have uh, some sad things to pray about uh, many need consolation many need comfort many need healing many people are looking uh, possibly for special favors let's say uh, many are looking for internal peace 
You know, many are looking to have children. Many are looking for somebody who's sick to be healed, to be cured in a very special way, in a miraculous way. Many miss being loved by somebody. Many are praying for justice in the world. Many are praying for uh, to have children, to have parents, uh, to have an extended family member, to have reconciliation happening, to have a conversion in the world where for America, for us and all over the world, uh, we can come back to God and bring others to God as well. These going to be our prayers today, my friends, and we will offer them with a candle. If you can safely light a wonderful candle at this point in your home on this wonderful Sunday, please do not hesitate. Do it. If you can uh, wash your hands, take a moment with your Holy Bible. And uh, if you cannot go to the church to assist and uh, share in the celebration of the Eucharist and a proclamation of the word of God and a Bible praise and worship, uh, each according to your traditions and the liturgical customs, uh, I would say join in the spirit all the community of the faithful who in the world are praying and praising God today. With this, let us pray. Psalm 90. O Lord, you have been our refuge from one generation to the next, before the mountains were born, or the earth or the world brought forth. You are God without beginning or end. You turn man back unto dust and say, Go back, sons of man. To your eyes a thousand years are like yesterday, come and gone, no more than a watch in the night. You sweep man away like a dream like a grass which springs up in the morning. In the morning it springs up and flowers. By evening it withers and fades. So we are destroyed in your anger, struck with terror in your fury. Our guilt lies open before you, our secrets in the light of your face. All our days pass away in your anger. Our life is over like a sigh. Our span is 70 years or 80 for those who are strong. And most of these are emptiness and pain. They pass swiftly and we are gone. Who understands the power of your anger, Lord, and fears the strength of your fury? Make us know the shortness of our life, that we may gain wisdom of heart. Lord, relent. Is your anger forever? Show pity to your servants. In the morning, fill us with your love. We shall exalt and rejoice all our days. Give us joy to balance our affliction for the years when we knew misfortune. Show forth your work to your servants. Let your glory shine on their children. Let the favor of the Lord be upon us. Give success to the work of our hands. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Thank you so much. This was a good prayer, my friends, and we all need to take a moment now to breathe in the Holy Spirit. Let go of our turbulences. Anything that is a negative energy, anything that is a fear in us, shake it off. Just like Jesus said, shake the dust off and take your blessing back. Keep the blessing from God with you. It is uh, such a great um, time that I always get to spend on Sunday morning with the Mrs. Jacqueline Emmanuel, the Mission of Hope and Mercies. Operation Manager, uh, Jacqueline, good Sunday morning to you. How are you doing? Good Sunday morning to you also, Father. I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing not fine, in fact. <laughs> I'm doing a little bit good. You know, we had a stressful week in Lebanon. Yes. You know, we have seen many, 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 many bad things. 
it is one, you know, my friends, it is one thing to live in the U.S. and uh, be the voice of the voiceless, um, be, I would say, uh, um, and somehow be a, a, an instrument of hope for the people who are brokenhearted in the fields of persecution. But when I started visiting Lebanon and doing this visit for the field in Lebanon, I finally was touched by the misery. Not spiritually touched. I always was touched by the misery. But this week I experienced injustices. I have seen misery. I have seen a father, um, how he's begging me and almost um, thinking that I'm, I'm such an important man. And, and all the hope for his two daughters, eight-year-old daughter, nine-year-old daughter, lays in my hands because they have a, um, they need hormonic medicine for bone growth because they are very not growing, actually. They have um, autoimmune disease, and they depend on this. Whatever medication that they need to, get, to take, it's an, actually it's a shot. And every shot per daughter for one week takes $100. And the salary of this man for the whole month is not even $150, and he's a farmer. And then, of course, I saw some events happening a little bit with the security, with the safety in Lebanon, and I noticed that at any time, people could be killed in Lebanon, actually. We live, we sing, we dance, we have cappuccino, we have coffee, we live life, we love to live, we go to our churches, uh, we visit still our neighbors, but then all of a sudden, one security threat, and all these people could be killed, actually. Yes, Father. So, Jacqueline, how do you define stability in Lebanon? Father, let us say now we are reaching the peak of, of being destroyed, uh, not only threatened with only food, but with also our security, Father. Things that took a dramatic path this week. Uh, you've seen it on the news. There was uh, fighting. The accused people in the biggest bombing in the world, they were released. Things are heading to so all let's make it clear this week due to political pressure it yes. seems from Hezbollah from whoever it is yes. it seems that uh, all the people who were held by the Lebanon yes. legal system by yes. judges in Lebanon yes. as the possible people with important information regarding Beirut explosion 2020 yes. August 4 2020 at the time we had good judges and uh, they had an interest in basically leading an investigation with uh, some people of interest who they held in prisons yes. uh, since 2020, waiting for such a time where they can lead a proper investigation with them. Yes. And ever since, the judges were threatened. Yes. And um, yes. one particular judge, Bitar in particular, yes. could not even start yes. the actual stop. process. Yes. They would stop him every time. Yes. But those people have information. Since 2020 till today, January 2023, all of a sudden there is a court order from a court that has no authority over this particular case yes. that asked for the release of all those who were held and in the same day, yes. they were all released. And one of them actually left the country. One of them actually went to the United States of yes, America yes. and was able to leave Lebanon, yes, even was, though he's one of no the people who are accused uh, that he has key information about, about Beirut explosion. Yes. And even though the Lebanese legal system issued the uh, travel impediments, we would say, uh, warnings that they yes, cannot they leave cannot the country, they cannot travel. Yes. One of them on the same day landed in the United States of America. Yes. Because he has American citizenship. Yes, and it didn't stop there. The judge that was responsible about that, he was stopped and he was also accused. Imagine, Father, 
يعني even the just بيتار he was the accused and he was the stopped on that case yeah they didn't stop on that uh, limit so what did the people do we we saw this week a yes, lot of people uh, all the all the parents uh, all the related people to the victims they went on the street and... we're talking 250 dead right in yes. beirut explosion yes. and over 7000 people injured yes. by the beirut explosion their yes. families want the justice they want to yes. know who yes. bombed beirut yes. who caused the murder and the killing of their okay. children yes. and uh, who basically ended up Um, causing 300,000 families from Ashrafiyye, from Beirut area, predominantly the Christian area, they had to leave, they had to evacuate. Yes. Yes. And many of their homes still not being built, actually, yes. till today. Yes. And many families with the children did not even return to school. With all of this, all of those who were held to be investigated left. Yes. And they were released. Yes. What else we have in Lebanon this week? Father, we have the crazy change of the dollar. Imagine, Father, like at 7 p.m. it's 54, at 8 p.m. it's 57. Things are going crazy. Everything we are buying is now, according to a statistic in the newspaper today, Amnahar, it's 500 times priced more. And each item is 500 times its original price. Wow. Yes. So if something costs $10, now it costs... Ten dollars times twelve. Times five hundred. Oh my God! Oh my God! Yes, this is what inflation reached. we went. Me and my husband we went to the supermarket yesterday. There was no prices. They, some items they are removing because they were not able to put a new price on. They couldn't allow us to buy them. We were not allowed to and buy gas stations prices. closed, and I had and to fill up gas in the middle of the night uh, yes. without lights being yes. on. Yes. Um, otherwise, pharmacies. Also, Close. And now the, the whole educational year is threatened because of that. And now the schools are being yes. threatened to close, yes. to, to shut close. down. Yes, they will shut my, down. My information was that schools might go to three days a week, actually. Three days of... a week, and they will close minimum like 15 days in the coming week. However, people may not know in the U.S. My friends in the U.S., you know, first of all, we feel so sorry for the many shootings still happen in the U.S. We have a lot of shootings My God, how we can stop this? We have to pray for our safety. Also, in the United States, we have to pray for hopefully soft snow, good weather, but not really extreme temperatures in many areas um, in, in, in the U.S. We have to pray for peace in our political system, for some coordination and collaboration. Because it seems like uh, the more the United States political system has been invaded by confusion, the more trouble is happening in the world. Because then somehow uh, the, the, we in the U.S. are not being able now to manage country situations because we have a big situation back home yes. basically in the yes. US. Well, I want to pray for, for, for God's divine wisdom to come on our religious leaders. My friends, join me for a moment. Please join me for a moment. Pray for good and healthy leaders in the United States of America. Pray for good congressmen, good senators, good uh, armed forces, uh, good advisors. Advisors, you play a major role in the life of the world in the life of the U.S. citizens, in the life of immigrants, in the life of uh, all forms of institutions that you have been given this talent and you have uh, basically you've been to school in order to do advisement, to give advice, to give advice for the political leaders. We want to pray that your advice conveys the will of God, does not convey a lie. We want to pray that through your advice to our political leaders in the U.S., you are actually showing them the light. You're not selling them a lie. We want to pray 
that you assist and you help those people's leaders to make uh, the proper decisions in order to stop the persecution against Christians in the world, install a peace in every home in the U.S., make a better life for all the people of the earth in the U.S. and abroad. We pray for you as advisors. We pray for our governor. We pray for our governors. We pray for our religious leaders who a little bit today are somehow on a different tangent. Um, uh, Jacqueline, if if we were to to talk about the religious experience of persecution against the Christians in the world, I know this week you were visiting Nicaragua and somehow through your research, not physically, and uh, something caught our attention. There is a big problem in Nicaragua. And in central, you know, Nicaragua is our neighbor and somehow, my friends, it's in Central America. This is where Daniel Ortega is uh, the president. And Christians are experiencing more and more persecution in Nicaragua. And in fact, uh, uh, Father Oscar Benavides has been sentenced to jail without no proper court. Yes. uh, Right. Yes, Father. In May 2022, Benavides was sent on a mission to the Diocese of Siuna where he was appointed pastor of the Holy Spirit Parish. During his masses, the priest denounced the injustices committed by the Ortega Parish. According to the Voice of America, after celebrating the Mass of Conception of Mary Chapel on August 14, during which he meditated on the persecution of the prophets, he was arrested by the police. They got him out of his car and took him away with no further explanation. In front of the people. You know, I've seen something similar in Lebanon this week, and this what really disturbed me. Like some forces walk into a place where I was sitting with my brother and my nephew. Uh, My nephew is getting married soon, and uh, I see people coming with um, some some um, machine guns, basically, and just took somebody from the restaurant and went. and And I know it's an abuse of law. It was an abuse of law. law. So, so it's actually sad to see things like this. So they walk to the church. The priest is celebrating mass on the eve yes. of Our Lady's uh, ascension into assumption into heaven August, on yes. August 14. Yes. That's in 2022. Yes. And they kept him in jail until now, and all of a sudden, without no yes, reason. According to the Nicaraguan media, the accused was uh, is doing conspiracy to undermine national security. The accusation was. Yes, the accusation, and he was spreading fake news. This is what they were saying about him. And the defense of the priest was, uh, he said, my only crime is only expressing my opinion. I was only expressing my opinion on the persecuted Christian. He was so, he was found guilty with these two crimes, okay, on a trial that was led with irregularities. And it was only uh, consisting of only one hearing. And they heard his defense only one time and they accused him of two crimes and they put him in jail for eight years. Father, allow me to say wow. this, this, uh, this policy began in 2018. My friends, let us pray for Father Oscar Benavidez. Let us pray for the priests. Priests who are doing the good job, are being the good shepherds. They're not throwing their people under the bus. Let us pray for religious leaders and priests in the U.S. as well, that we need a little bit more of courage. We need a little bit more, as Pope Francis says, the shepherds have to smell like their sheep. And then somehow, when the sheep is suffering, when the sheep... uh, needs food, when the sheep needs protection and safety, needs a clarity, clarity, clarity in the faith. We need the shepherds to be the leaders, to shed light to clarify that faith, not to cause more confusion on the faith. And unfortunately, th- there is a trend of persecution 
against the priests, especially when priests speak out, especially when priests stand by their people. And there are few bishops as well who have been also persecuted severely. So in the Ortega regime, going back to Nicaragua, it seems that this has been led by a personal conviction of Daniel Ortega and his his wife, wife, right? Yes. They they, they pertain to a messianic movement, and they believe that they have been anointed by God. God, Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Father, messianism by itself, it's believing that Jesus is the only Savior. So in 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 political meaning, political messianism means that Ortega and his wife, they are the Messiah. They are the Messiah, and they are the only ones who they are right. Even father, there is the and the, that's the political messianism. Yes, it's so a my friends, messianism. one of our neighbors' countries in any um, in America basically has now political messianism, where the leader of the nation is worshipped as a messiah, him and his wife, and they lead the movement, and they have been, they believe they are anointed by God. And what is the objective of that anointment? Why they have been anointed, Jacqueline? To because do what? Father, because father, uh, it's, it all started in 2018, in April 2018. Uh, there were there were people protest, uh, protesting after the, de- uh, the deteriorating uh, economic condition in the country. Political messianism was led by his uh, the wife of Ortega. It all started in April 2018. They were protesting on the street. They were mainly students. They were only saying you know, this is a dictatorship uh, way of uh, ruling. So they were opposing the dictatorship yes. um, regime of, yes. of and Nicaragua. Yes, this, this didn't suit uh, the policy of uh, Ortega and wife because they think they are. They are the only one, right? They are the, the, the only saviors for the for Nicaragua. And they started. Hundreds of people died since 2018. Hundreds of people were killed. Hundreds of people were killed in the protests since 2018. Wow. Hundreds of people. And the persecution is up to date till now. And a, a life example is the priest who was arrested for eight years without any... Do they work with the Catholic Church, the Ortega regime, and with the Protestant Church? They work um, against them. They, so this is their objective. Yes, That's what I mean. Yes, what is the yes. objective of political messianism? Is to basically persecute? Yes, the Catholic and Protestant institution and individuals in the Central American and the Central American, American countries, country. even beyond their own boundaries, beyond their own borders yes, yes. of Nicaragua. My friends, this is something to pray about uh, in Nicaragua. It is actually dangerous. Imagine that the persecution of Christians in the Americas. This is a country where we have the strongest nation on earth. We have the United States of America, the nation of uh, God, of freedom, of faith, uh, freedom of speech, freedom of belief, of prosperity, the right to equality. Look what we're doing in America to give equal rights, equal protection for everybody, it seems, everybody. The Christians deserve protection. And with this situation, I want to go back to Lebanon. Jacqueline, we did receive lots of medical urgencies this week. What is it that we need now as a mission of hope and mercy in order to serve, to respond to the medical needs of the people? Because it's really sitting on my heart. I saw the pain and suffering of the people, especially the children, without no medication. What do we need the people? How can people in the U.S. help us in less than a minute? Father, please, I beg everyone in the U.S. to go to our website, www.missionofhopeandmercy.org, and to donate at least $50 per month. That will make, believe me, Father, a huge change in the life of these people. People are in urgent need for medication, for food, for, for everything they can offer us for Lebanon. Can you tell us where are we getting the medication? People may think that you're going to, we're going to walk to Walmart, we're going to walk to you know, Walgreens, we're going to walk to uh, whatever shops we have back home or to King Super's. 
actually here we have to get the medication from the neighboring countries. Yes. People do not know that now in Lebanon. We don't have medication. We don't have medication. No, we don't have medication. We have to cross to borders. Turkey. Yes. We have to go to Turkey. Tell yes. us about that. Yes, Father. Here, everyone, we, we now have dealers in Lebanon. They come and give you offer to bring your medicines from Turkey because we don't have these medicines anymore. You go to pharmacies, they tell you, you pay that much and I will bring you the medicine from Turkey because they are out of stock in Lebanon. And even, even if you will find them, they are 10 times their prices. I wonder, my friends in Colorado and Denver, this is Father Andre. Good Sunday morning um, was Father Andre. I want to greet you. I want to tell you I love you all. I want to tell you that uh, myself included now, um, that I live now uh, with our people. Um, we suffer from this particular tribulation. Yes, we need the medication to come now from Turkey. There are dealers in Lebanon who go beyond the borders or uh, in the ocean or in airplane and uh, to bring medication for people. People are dividing the medicine pills with one another for diabetes, uh, for cancer treatment, uh, for Crohn's diseases. We've had at least six cases with severe Crohn's disease and autoimmune disease. Yes, and the medicine is not delivered by U.S. mail. You know, we don't order it to come home. We can even go to Walmart or to Walgreens or to King Supers. Now people here have to wait for months and months for someone to bring them the medication from Turkey or from any other country. And most of the time, the medication is half poisonous, if not poisonous. It's not really the good medication that they need. It's not the right medication for them to use. Pray for us, please. I love you all. I'm very thankful to all those who have helped us, collaborated, donated, and contributed. Especially greeting for people in Loveland as well, who I, I received the beautiful and wonderful help and assistance from you. And I want to say, may Almighty God bless us all, protect us from all evil, forgive us our sins, give us peace, joy, and victory, and heal our sick. Grant trust to our faithful departed, and bring us all to our to everlasting life. Amen. Thanks for joining us today for Good Sunday Morning with Father Andre. Father Andre and his team rely on your prayers and generosity to help feed over 5,000 families in Lebanon every month. Go to missionofhopeandmercy.org to learn more. Your support helps buy supplies from local farms and factories, employ truckers to ship the food, all to let these families know they are not forgotten. Go to missionofhopeandmercy.org and donate today. And join us next week at 9.30 a.m. for Good Sunday Morning with Father Andre. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.